For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Tardici. You're listening to the news. Yesterday, senators continued to deliberate on proposed stimulus packages, and dissidents in Israel called on the Supreme Court to curtail Netanyahu's apparent power grab. It's Tuesday, March 24th. Federal legislators are at an impasse over partisan disagreements over the proper steps to be taken to stimulate the economy, as Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell announced Monday evening that there would be no votes on any of the proposed plans for the rest of the night. Earlier in the day, Democrats blocked a procedural vote to advance a stimulus package for the second day in a row, once again claiming that the proposed legislation included faults which mirrored the errors made during the Great Recession of 2008. The block drew ire from GOP colleagues concerned with the continually falling stock market and worried that too much delay would cause irreparable damage. Democrats remained firm in their conviction to find a more thorough bipartisan plan warning against, quote, another corporate bailout. A vote is expected by Wednesday evening and could come as soon as today if a deal is reached between McConnell, the White House, and Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. On Sunday, opponents of long-standing Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu went to the Supreme Court in an effort to block his caretaker government's apparent power grab in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. Those arguing against Netanyahu claim that his allies have been taking steps in the name of public health concerns to block Parliament from taking action in what the petitioners have dubbed a power grab. The questionable steps come after three inconclusive national elections earlier in the past 12 months. And to the prosecutors, they seem to represent Netanyahu's willingness to put public safety at risk to maintain power. The World Health Organization has warned that the COVID-19 pandemic is accelerating, but assured that the trajectory can be changed with proper measures at the national level. These include social distancing instructions, as well as increased testing, isolation, and care in an aggressive line of attack on the outbreak. Dr. Mike Ryan, an emergencies expert, announced yesterday that WHO has advised the International Olympic Committee on the risks surrounding the summer's planned games, and that the organization expects a decision, quote, very soon. In other headlines, yesterday, Colorado became the 22nd state in the nation to ban the death penalty. The U.S. announced it will cut $1 billion in aid to Afghanistan, as the nation's rival leaders have continued to spar. Several U.S. governors issued stay-at-home orders yesterday, bringing the tally of states with such declarations to 15, and the tally of both new cases and deaths in Italy on Monday was lower than Sunday, marking the second consecutive day of decelerating growth in the new epicenter of the outbreak. If you're on campus today, you can expect sun throughout the day, with temperatures starting in the upper 30s and climbing into the upper 50s. That's all for the news today. Today's episode was produced under the 144th Managing Board of the Prince, and our theme was composed by Ed Horn, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Judici. Have a great day.